Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast where the reader reads the reader. (laughs) So what that means is I have a really cool guest and she is an intuitive expert and her name is Shoshana French, and she's an intuitive expert, coach, and business consultant who specializes in training conscious leaders, founders, and entrepreneurs on how to apply intuitive decision-making in business and their daily lives. So welcome Shoshana. (laughs) Thanks Candy. I'm excited to be here. And so the other surprise that Shoshana and I have for you is she's going to do a 15 minute mini reading on me and I'm going to do one in the Akashic records for her. And the reason that both of us agreed to do this is because We just have a tender place in our hearts for our clients that we intuitively read. We know and respect that when you come to us to ask for decisions on the most special part, your mission, your business, that you're coming in a vulnerable state. And so Shoshana and I did not practice this. Neither of us know what to expect. I've never been read by her and she's never been read by me. So first we're going to talk a little bit about intuition and why it is important in making business decisions. And that is how we're going to open Shoshana. So can you share why you're on this journey? Like why you think it's important for people to need our help? learning how to use your intuition, learning how to understand what your intuition is communicating to you is a way to be guided in what is in alignment with you and to deepen your trust in yourself. That's always my goal. And every session, every, everything I teach is really about deepening self-trust. Why did I end up doing this is a longer story, but why I do it now is we're trained from pretty young to kind of go against what feels right to us to fit in, to like make, make ourselves fit or make us work in society. There are a lot of rules, right? Like what works. So when we're children, we're super intuitive. And then as we get older, we're kind of trained to follow what we need to do to, to work in society, whatever that looks like, whether like I was a really bossy kind of smarty pants when I was a kid and I was trained to kind of like stop being so bossy and to stop raising my hands so much. And when I stopped doing that, it was so that people would like me. But that meant then when I was presented with, uh, let's say, like I could think of a million examples, but if I liked somebody or there was an opportunity in front of me, instead of listening to kind of that innate sense, like, ooh, ooh, me, me, I went with what other people told me was the right thing to do. And so I really believe that when people are returned to that innate sense of trusting themselves and being guided by their intuition, people are kinder, people are more deeply connected, not only to themselves, but they have more ease in connecting to others. And they can actually live whatever that looks like for them, live a kind of life where it is in fulfillment. So mostly who I work with in business 
are, you know, founders and entrepreneurs and people who have big visions and want to make big impact. And those kind of people have, you know, what do we want to call them? I always call them, you know, like your team, your people around you, the people who are there to advise them, mentors, and everybody has an agenda. Agenda isn't a bad thing, but sometimes somebody else's agenda for you and what would honor what you really want, don't link up. So if you can hear your own intuition, you can know which of your advisors to talk to and actually when to disregard what someone else is telling you to do and to trust what your own innate sense of what is right. So that's why I do specifically work with uh, teaching intuition to business owners because mostly business owners, entrepreneurs, and founders are in the world doing big stuff and they need support, as much support as possible. You know, you own a business. We make like 5 million decisions every day. So intuition just creates a little more ease in navigating all those decisions. Absolutely. So what's really interesting for Shoshana and I is we actually use the same platform, which is business owners, entrepreneurs, and visionaries. And why I chose it is pretty much what you're saying is what I believe is our businesses were born in our hearts. But in order to function in business, we spend an awful lot of time with those decisions from our head. But once we start making decisions from our intuitive self, our heart, I believe that that's just what you're saying, that that's when we become in alignment. So I love what you're saying. And I think that it's just, it's such a nurturing way to look at your business too. Yeah. It's funny because the way you talk about it is so how a heart intuitive would speak about it, but I'm not a heart intuitive. So your languaging of it is so different than mine, which is great. It's why we could have such an interesting conversation. My husband is a heart intuitive and the way he speaks about things is really like the honoring of the heart. For me, I'm a mind intuitive. So for me, it's really practical. It makes practical sense to follow this tool that guides you to avoid making dumb decisions. Like it's all practical. And so most of the business owners that come to me are actually not heart intuitives. They're all mind intuitive. So it's sort of like the, the heart intuitives who come to me, I guide them to trust their mind intuitive part, like the practical side. And then the mind intuitives who are too squeezed in that, I help them find what you talk about, which is like, well, what is your, what's your heart intuitive side say? What is your emotional connection say versus the mental connection. It's interesting just the, you know, how the languaging of things and how even we connect. I just, my connection is so related to mind. It's so connected to the practical that I appreciate, especially that's why I married someone who has that heart centered being like you do. My husband's that way too. He's a good reminder to go pause. How do you feel? How does it feel? Cause I don't look there. It's not where I look. It's not where I'm centered. I'm practicing it. Right. That's why I have my husband around me, but it's cool how I love that. I like the way you describe it, which is being in the heart. So yeah. One of the other differences is that you and I started to talk about a little bit when we met. So Shoshana and I haven't done anything in our readings, but we did connect because we hadn't connected. And one of the things that we talked about is with the Akashic records, my, the modality that I use is there's a healing space in the modality. And when I see a block, I can help release it in that space. Do you do something like that? Like, do you release the blocks? How do you get momentum? I should ask, how do you get momentum mm -hmm. with the client? 
You know, it depends. It's different with every client, I would mm-hmm. say. Like, for example, a client I worked with yesterday is the fiance of one of my regular clients. And in our conversation, he's more mind intuitive like I am. So what our conversation was, how I would describe it is it's a little bit like I get kind of inside this room with him and then out in front of us, it'd be like a war room, right? And it's like this big map and it's all the places I can see he wants to go. And then it's almost like a tree fell on the path, you know, like he can't, can't keep taking that path there. It's blocked. And so that's sort of how my intuition works. And so we talk about, you know, one, what's the pathway, what's the vision. And then I just have him start talking about what he believes or thinks. And inside of when people communicate or speak about what they think about things or what they believe, that is where it arises like what I would call the thing that's in the way or the belief that's in the way. And then I have, you know, I've been trained in a lot of different things in 26 years. So I just use one of the tools in my tool bag, depending on whatever that tree in the pathway is. And then we chop it sometimes. And like, sometimes he recognizes that the tree is not real. It's an illusion. It's an illusion that is blocked. And sometimes he just, what happens is people go, oh, I don't like, that's the path that my parents put me on. I don't want to be on that path. And then we look and then we find the heart aligned or more aligned or purpose aligned path. So that's kind of how it goes when I work with people for clearing. And sometimes that's sort of the momentum comes from one, actually training people in the moment to ask their intuition questions. Like what is the thing to focus on now that is more aligned with what it is I truly desire? That's sometimes the conversation. And then sometimes it's the clearing just depends. Everybody's a little different. Everybody needs something a little different. You know, that goes. Oh yeah. And everybody's personalities are different and needs. And so that's definitely, definitely true. I want to delve into this a little bit more about mind versus heart, because my listeners hear me speak about the heart all the time and the heart cadence that the heart actually has rhythm. That is intuition. That's where intuition actually lives is in the heart cadence in my belief system. And so you're saying that you're in the intellectual mode of intuition. And I want you to discern the differences if you can, because yeah, they've always heard this one pathway and I'm all about, this is called the intuitive business podcast for a reason. So (laughs) help us talk to us. Yeah. So, so to me, intuition has two parts. So one part is to me, it's the one that people always talk about, right? You're probably your listeners have heard you talk about, which is some people know, some people see, some people hear, and some people feel kind of what people call the four clairs or psychic senses. It's what I call the, you know, the translation, the internal translation. The other half of intuition to me is how we're oriented. And in working with a lot of people, what I found over many, many years is that people are oriented in one of three ways. People are either oriented emotionally. And so I call them heart intuitives. People are oriented mentally. So I call them mind intuitives or people are oriented in the body and I call them body intuitives. So The difference between those three. So if you're a mind intuitive, the orientation of mental, what it means is that your desire to understand and to like connect the dots is the thing that ignites your curiosity and turns your intuition on, whether you do it intentionally or unintentionally. If you're a heart intuitive, your strongest desire is is that connection, that oneness that comes from what you're talking about. I love how the words you just use, which is like the heart coherence. 
and I don't even mean that like the way that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it, like the actual mag magneticism of the heart, but I just mean that desire heart intuitives have is to have that depth of emotional connection. Body intuitives are a whole different breed. So they mostly are not all that interested in people as much as they are in animals or nature. People are really confusing and typically overwhelming for them because they are sensing bodies and space and how bodies are in space. So their bodies tend to be really, really sensitive, but they're oriented to the doing. So my mom is a, is a body intuitive, which made her an amazing nurse for 30 years. She could walk into a room and just, because she was so desiring the connection with the body, be able to read what was going on. That is not my orientation, right? So when I meet someone brand new, my, my curiosity is kind of like we did on our call when we met for the very first time, which was like only a week ago. When we did that very first call, I asked you a bunch of questions because for me, I want to understand where your thinking is coming from and how you learned your wisdom and how did it get built and have you share your wisdom with me and then I share my wisdom with you because as a mind intuitive, that is where my curiosity lies. My husband, though, if he was on the call with you, he'd ask things, you know, probably more about well, how long have you and your husband been together? And what do you love about him? And what do you love about your business? Because his desire is more about having that emotional connection. And that's where he gets really ignited. I mean, obviously we have all three. So it's not like you are only one thing or the other. But what I find is that when we are kind of thrust into a situation where it's totally unknown to us, we have a tendency to be one of those most strongly. So when I teach people their intuition, we start with, well, what one of these three are you first? And then how does your body translate? And those two things together are your intuitive blueprint. That's interesting. Cause what I say about myself is I'm a clear channel because I do whatever it takes to get there. Meaning like a friend can call me. I don't usually read animals, but I know a friend of mine was cat sitting and she's like, oh my gosh, the cat got out. And so I just, out of my heart space, because it was, I felt so bad is I could literally see blow by bow what the cat was seeing. So I was like, I can see this bush. I looked up on the internet. It was a bush from the neighborhood in California. So she's like, Oh my gosh, I know where that bush is at. And she went and that's where the cat was at. So, but that's not what I usually do, but I guess, cause my heart's so into it, you know, I can, I can. Well, yeah, I bet you probably felt the duress of your friend yeah. and the cat. You were like, Oh my gosh, I really, and that's just because you have, I mean, heart intuitives are so, you guys are the most beautiful lovers of love and you shower it on people. And when you have an intuitive like you, powerful intuitive psychic, who's also heart intuitive, you, oof, that's juicy goodness. That was my original teacher 26 years ago. She was, I would say now knowing her this many years, uh, you know, kind of in the rears that she was for sure a heart intuitive and she was, she was powerful, still powerful, powerful heart intuitive. Oh. Speaking of power, let's get at it. Is there anything more you want to say? Because you're welcome to, but I know how, like I had goosebumps. So once I get my goosebumps, I know that, that they're saying, okay, girls, it's time to begin. So <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I'll say is if people, if your listeners are listening and they're like, well, well, what am I? Like, I feel like I am more than one of those things. Like, I think I do both what candy does 
but I also might do that thing where I try to connect things. What am I there? I have a test in my website, the intuitive blueprint test, and people can take that and it's totally free. And you can learn how to understand where your blueprint is. And then that's super helpful when you're trying to understand to use how to use your intuition. We just developed a quiz. I just looked at it today and it's about how you know, like what your intuitive style is and then how to use it too. So it's kind of similar. I, I love, I love that though. I, I think everybody should start knowing what their primary is so that as it's happening, you can lean into it and start using it for your life, your mission, your business, your family, whatever, because this is something in my opinion that we're using it anyway. So let's learn how to, it's like, you have this beautiful toaster in your kitchen and nobody knows how to turn it on. Right. So once you say, Oh, mind intuitive button down, (laughs) then here you go. So I love the way you just said that. That was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) It's just who we are, right? It's who the two of us are. So are you ready? Okay. Tell me what to do because everybody does it different. So I just always take a moment. I want to specifically invite all of our guides, teachers, ascended masters, and beings of light. I ask that all messages, guidance, and information I receive on behalf of Candy is aligned with her highest and best, as well as that which she is creating and calling in. We are grateful for your presence in all moments, but especially this juicy little spot of time we have right now. (laughs) So good. Okay. (laughs) It helps me to do a little bit of automatic writing. And so they're talking very fast. So I'm just going to write down the three key points and then I'll read them to you. Okay. Yes, of course. So while she's writing these down, I don't want to disturb her, but it is helpful when we get points of clarity. I often do this myself. It's so helpful. Literally, I'm speaking for Shoshana right now. We probably could literally write a book on every reading that we do because we get so much information. So it's helpful to be able to make a few key points uh, when we see a really big download coming through. Because once you see that, it's like a bubble and there's a core center that is the really vital information, but you have to go all the way around almost, almost like a labyrinth to get to the core. So I hope I didn't interrupt you. (laughs) No, you didn't. It's perfect. I always think it's interesting, especially with people who maybe don't do sessions for a living, for them to go, what are you doing over there? What's going on? And because I do teach people how to use intuition, I just always like to tell people how my intuition works is it's like I, I just stepped into a quiet room. You know, they call it a clean room, right? There's no, I just stepped into a clean room with Candy's energy and all of our guides. And then I rapidly hear and see things and when I, in readings, it's just those two gifts, the feeling and the knowing are not as loud in this initial, they'll start coming more, but then I always get about three messages. So that's what I got to begin with. So the very first message I got from guidance is that you're in a time of organizing. And when I asked what that meant, they said, she's like cutting the fat and streamlining life. And when I asked like the whole of her life, they were like, no, 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 no. Streamlining business, streamlining her processes, her systems, the things she does. And I almost saw like what came to my mind was almost like a desktop with a lot of piles. And you were like spreading the stuff you didn't need and you were organizing what was left. So that was the very first image I got. She is in the process of streamlining. Second thing, they said, uh, it is in service now where, and I saw you like in a canoe, like straight up canoe and you had the paddle 
right? And it was not a kayak to be clear. It was like an old school canoe that you would fish on, right? So you're like canoeing. And then all of a sudden it was like, you stepped the door open and then you were in a, like a, one of those speed bullet trains they have in Japan. You know, the ones that like cross the whole country in two minutes. It was like that. So they just said, she's in a, a moment in the world of growth where the slow and kind of steady pace, which is more comfortable for her is now moving into speed bullet time. Like, and she's the one thing they said, like, as I'm listening, the one thing they're saying is like the courage that it takes to go from canoe speed to speed train, like to bullet train is big because in a canoe, you can stop and pivot super easy. You're like, not, I don't know. That's probably not it. When you're on a, a bullet train, you're, it's it. Like you're on a trajectory <laughs> and you just got to hang on. And so right now it's sort of like between the, the organizing and the systems you're creating, the people you have around you and the clearer vision, you're on the bullet train. So you're going to get there and you're going to get there very fast. And then once you're there, you can look around and see what's next, but there's no stopping you between there and here. It's not like there can be a pivot. You know what I mean? Thank goodness. That um, sounds that's, good. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a good thing. And then the last thing, and this was really interesting. So they showed me what the last, so I was listening for those first two messages. And then I'm always engaged in conversation with our guides. And they were like, there's one more piece, which is in the world of what aids these two things. They said the bullet train speed at which you're moving towards something and the process of streamlining and organizing systems, cutting the fat, really like honing and focusing. The thing they wanted to remind you is the most important, but one of your least favorite things to do really is weeding the garden. And so weeding the garden looks like, you know, reevaluating clients and clientele to see if you're really serving the people, not just who you can serve because who you can serve is really broad, but who you want to serve is a little more narrow, like the ones most in alignment with your favorite work to do. And really the best and the brightest of the gifts you have that make the biggest impact. And so they're just, that's one process of the weeding, which is, I've done it, not all that much fun, but there's like that. And then the other piece of weeding is looking at systems and structures and people who are part of your team, whether directly they're contractors that you pay or people that you would bring in. They said, that's the other place to weed the garden is just looking to see Not that they don't know what they're doing or that they're not in alignment, but the question more is the vision of candy in the future, like the, where you're headed on the, on the bullet train, do they see it with unfailing and unquestioning truth? Like that is, and shall be, and that's what I'm on board for. There's this phrase that one of my friends, she calls it being in your sweet spot. It's like where most what you're inspired by and the things that most naturally you love doing, that you're doing those things and in that place. Yeah, it's more about, I was just asking like, is it more about people that are contractors or what exactly it is? They just said, she'll, she can look because she's intuitive and know, but there are people on your team and team is a word they're using very loosely because I can't, they're not giving me a different word, but people on your team that they're not in their sweet spot like what they're being used for is not their absolute genius. So I just felt like the weeding the garden is not like ripping something out. It's more like what you do when things grow in a place where you didn't put the seeds of them and you like kind of dig them up and then put them in the place that they'll actually 
be the happiest where they get the right kind of sun and the right kind of moisture. That's kind of the weaving of the garden they're talking about. And then some places where you're just gonna pull up things that are not, that don't fit the vision. Does that make sense? Does that oh, make yeah. sense of what they just said? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Those are the three messages they had just to start off with. At this point, always when I talk to people, I'm like, okay, good. Any questions about what they said or anything that there would be that you'd want to know or have me focus on? Um, I just wanted to confirm because, you know, people are listening to us. I wanted to confirm that she's really on, on point. I just went through a huge revamp of my whole business starting sort of with the pandemic, but I created a program called Totally Woo because my individual clients are full I needed to be able to support more people. So I created a group program. And when I did that, everything transitioned. My team transitioned, how I use my team. So she's absolutely right. When I created the Totally Woo, I wanted to create more ease and flow in my own business so that I can support more people because I was running out of space. You're absolutely right. And then I changed my whole team recently. So I still kept one of my primary people that is like my grounding rod, but I added on some copywriters. So I have two copywriters on my team and I have an office manager now. I just added her and we replaced another virtual team because I have so many things moving. I have to be super quick and I needed somebody that wasn't going to wait two or three days to get back in touch. So it just happened. It literally just happened. That's cool. Yeah, it'd be different someone taking the sandwich out of the cooler in the canoe versus wheeling the the little fairy chart, you know, cart down the way and offering you or, you know what I mean? It's like a very <laughs> different service that's needed on those two modes of transportation. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. what I wanted to create was a sustainable business and I needed all of the people in place before I could move out. And now I just yesterday hired a marketing campaign company to fill in the totally Woo program completely until the end of the year. Is that feeling good? Goosebumps down my back. Yeah. I got chills down my back when you said that I was like, Oh yeah, that was, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Goosebumps on my arm. Yep. That's an alignment. Good. (laughs) That's fun. Good. Yeah. That feels like you're what's the word. It's sort of like, you know, when they put together the MVP team for like that, you know, AFC, whatever at the end of the year or the, you know, whatever. And they do that. And it's like all the best players from all the different teams. Like when you just added the marketing team, that's what it feels like. Now you have so great. Yeah. That's what I felt. That's awesome. <laughs> now we're getting on the J- Japanese railroad, right? Or the- Bullet train. There you go. Bullet train. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Is there anything else y'all that you want to let her know in this conversation? The image they just showed me is that there are times when for you, and I saw two really different images. So there are times when you're pulled towards, and it was a ginormous stage and there were a ton of people right in the audience and you were speaking. There's like times when you're pulled to that. And then the other image I saw was you were sitting, it was almost looked like, you know, where are they now with Oprah? How she's like under her favorite tree in a comfy chair. And you were like sitting and interviewing people. And like having this deep conversation. And that was what, I don't I'm going to use a lame word, but that's what fame looked like. But this bullet train is landing you to the place where you get to choose those two things. And what they're telling me is you don't have to choose which one yet. There'll come a moment, but you don't have to choose yet. 
Oh my goodness. Now I have full on up the back goosebumps because about two weeks ago, I had a lucid dream. And what I call lucid dreams is I know that they're a vision. They're not a dream. They feel different. They're, they feel warm. They feel liquidy. And I had this dream and here's what the dream was. So it's kind of, you're, you're, just, you're not going to believe this. So I couldn't understand the dream for two days, but what I was shown was there was almost like an old fashioned TV set in front of me. And there was this really odd color of green. And these young girls had their phones, their cell phones out, and they were about to take a picture of me, but I was behind a TV. And I turned to my business coach, Jeannie, and I said, Jeannie, is this really happening? And she said, Candy, this is about to happen right now. And so what I realized the next day is that this was a green room and I was coming out on a TV show and I told Jeannie, it was Oprah. I said, I can't believe I made it. And it was Oprah. And I know that this sounds really weird, but do you guys understand that Shoshana just said Oprah and that was my dream. So I don't believe in coincidences. So who knows what's going to happen, but <laughs> on two fifty five on February 24th, <laughs> that was the prediction. So <laughs> Isn't that funny? We never know too, right? We're like universe. I'm a yes. If you didn't, if you weren't clear that I was a yes to that, I'm really a yes to that. <laughs> I'm really a yes to that universe. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Any closing? Every time I press into your husband's energy, it feels like a bear, like, you know, wrapping his arms around the back of you. And that's like, like a soft place to land and lean into or in front of you, like a bear, you know what I mean? So it's like Mm -hmm. the two ways a bear can be. And that's what it feels like, like big, soft, or in front of you, like big, bending off or protection, but both, both a soft place to land and protection. That's pretty much, he's both. So that he's truly both. Thank you. That's so cool. You're welcome. Oh, one last question. Any grandbabies coming? (laughs) I heard mama be patient two years. Okay. Sorry, Carly. (laughs) And I hope it's not Phoenix. He's only 20. So (laughs) oh, good, 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 good. Okay. So I'm going to, do we have to close out of anything or are you good? No, we're good. Okay. So I'm going to set the timer because for me, when I'm in state, time doesn't exist. So hundred percent. Thank you for keeping track of time. I appreciate it. Shoshana, do I have permission to open your Akashic records, which is your energy field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first thing I see is a party. Now, though, I do want to disclose Shoshana did share that she is going on a little journey and she shared it with me, but I see it right now. And OMG, you're going to have so much fun. I just, I feel like I want to go <laughs> with uh, you and your friends. So that's really going to be, it's going to be an interesting journey. Where do you live? Well, you don't have to say, but you're going to have a real interest in living there. When you get there, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm home. And so I don't see that you move really quickly, but you have a really high interest once you get there. Doesn't surprise me. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like there's something for you there that if it's like, oh my gosh, like it's aligned, your energy feels so aligned there. You feel almost like a different person. You feel supple, almost like when you wet leather, you know, how you can engrave in it. Like I feel so many more impressions come into you and you're like, like a release. It's almost like a release for you. And not just the vacation, not just the people that you're with. There's something about the water. There's something about the energy of you. And I know your husband would be like, I'm making a tail wagging with my thumb. Like your husband would be all about wherever you go. He goes like, there's so much love with him. And there's so much softness with his, the love of him. Like, I just feel talk about leaning into somebody. I just feel like you can actually give yourself to him like a cloud. There's just complete fluidity movement with the two of you. He's your divine compliment in life. It would have been a different journey without him. I almost want to cry and it's not my tears. Like I feel really emotional about the love that he shares with you. Like he's very emotional about his love with you. And it, it touches my heart so much. It makes me feel like I want to cry. And I feel that you're so loved and supported that it gives you wings. It breathes life into your business. While he doesn't do your business, so to speak, he does breathe life into your business because this isn't easy. Doing what we do isn't easy. It is easy to channel, but having a business doing this isn't as easy as all of you might think. Is that true? Two things. One, he's actually the CEO of my business. He just joined oh. last year. So now he is. So not, he always has been the wings in the, like breathing life into the business, but now he's mm-hmm. actually officially in the business. So he isn't. So you read yeah. that one. Yeah. He will cry if he talks about how much he loves me. He's a crier. I'm not, he's definitely a crier. Last night when this is the first time we're going to be away from each other for six days since I was out of town last year in February. And so he got like, tears in his eyes a little bit about like, uh, not that he was going to miss me, but more just how much he loves me and appreciates our daily connection. So you nailed that one. Totally. I don't think it's hard. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it every day. I love, this is what I get to do. The very first time I was in a metaphysical bookstore, I was like, what would it be like to talk about crystals and every day? How fun would that be? And that's what I do for a living. It's so great. I love it. There are days though, that it is hard. I won't lie. There are days for sure. Individual conversations where you that are hard. Yeah. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to manage the energy of it. Yeah. There's things that we see sometimes that stay with us for a little bit. Oh yeah. 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 No, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. And that's the part that we have to manage and then show up right away for the next person. And so that's the part where I see you have a bigger heart than you lead on to to say, meaning things do hit your heart. And then it's like, but I got to show up for the next person brightens and shiny. And that's where I love the fact that your husband's in your life because you can, at the end of the day, let it all out and say, you know what I heard, or you know what I saw? And this was hard. You know, this part was hard. So it's not like it's hard to do this business, but it is hard to show up the way we show up each and every day. And I'm seeing that for you. I'm not speaking for just myself, but they're showing me mirrors. 
So that's why I'm using me in that, that this part of the reading, because they're just, they just showed me a mirror for the two of us. There are definitely times when it is, when the conversations are hard. I mean, I have a client that I helped get her husband to go to rehab for narcotics. I have a client who called me this morning who just walked out of the house with her kids after her husband beat her up. Like they've been happily married for 10 years and he's never hit her before. So there are times when like, just like life, it's hard, but the kind of relationships that we have with clients, we're in there, we're deep in the reality of their life and we get, and we're channeling all of it. So yeah, there are definitely conversations where it's hard. Yes. I, I, and that's what they were showing me that, that yeah, part, totally. I get that, that. part yep. takes a toll uh, on some days and uh, not all the days. Yeah. Then we yeah, have to but release definitely it. some days. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So let me see what else is happening here. There's one person in your group that you're going to meet up with that I believe is going to either offer you or say there's something new that's going to happen on your new trip on your journey. And I can see the person she's a little bit of a surprise to you, meaning you wouldn't have expected her to offer this to you. It's an opportunity. I don't see what it is yet, but it's an opportunity. It's either an opportunity to be in California more permanently. It's either an opportunity to to do something with her, but she's the least person of the group that you would have thought that you would have connected with. So I can't wait. The way that she's alluding y'all to the surprise is perfect because I only know there's six of us going and I only know one person. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 when you started to say, oh, it's someone who would want to do something with you. I had one person in mind because I read who everybody is, but it means it's somebody I know like one of the other ones. And so I'm like really excited to see what that means. Yeah. And I really see it's almost a stretch for you too. Like it's not the most comfortable stretch, meaning like, Hey, do you want to move this way? Or, Hey, do you want to do business out this way? Hey, I think it would be better. I don't know that it's specifically that, but it's something similar to that. So your husband's not going, is that true? He's not going. That's correct. Yeah. He's not going. You're going to be probably have a big conversation with him when you get home about this opportunity. I do feel it's business related. I do need to say that it is totally about the business and that's why you'll be making a really good conversation with your husband. Let me see what else I see. I love looking. Oh my gosh. So much celebration, which of course we know. Laughter, laughter, more laughter. (laughs) Hmm. I see some shopping opportunities and I see you bringing something home to have a memory of the trip. And I feel it's something metaphysical. I saw this before the records were open. I feel like you're going to bring something magical into your office that really resonates and brings in energy. And I think it's a statue, I believe possibly, and it's kind of larger. So, but you're going to fall in love with it. It's not so big that it's unmanageable to get home. It, it's comfortable enough, but I see that you're going to bring something home. That's going to support the energy of your business and mostly the energy of you. Speaking of the energy of you, let's all take, take a deep breath. If you don't mind. One of the things that I see about you is you are a doom to do to do. You crank it out, man. Like you're not afraid to work. You're a hard worker. It's like a crank though. Like it just feels like you're a producer, like almost like spaghetti dough. Like it's like, do, 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 you know, and here it comes. It's just coming and coming out. 
one of the cautions that the guides are giving you for you, they just want you to debrief a little bit more than you do because you can just go and 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 go. And she can do this by the way, and not hurt any of you, but it hurts her. Meaning you can get depleted and you get depleted beyond depletion before you'll stop. And then there's a lot more for you to have to regroup, but it doesn't hurt your business and it doesn't hurt the clients. And so you kind of justify that, but it, it takes its toll in other ways. And so they just want you, there's nothing wrong with your health, absolutely nothing wrong with your health, but it takes a toll on our body. So they want you to spend a little more time if you can either in a bathtub at night with Epsom salts and oils, uh, debriefing a little bit more for yourself. They also say, and I do this, so I hope it's okay to say, but sometimes I'll have to ground with sugar. When I'm overspent in doing my readings, I get a sweet tooth. And there's actually something to that. Well, you know, I, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not going to speak dietet like from a dietitian, but it is grounding energy. And sometimes you'll crave a sweet to ground yourself. Is that true? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially I keep, I keep chocolate nearby mm -hmm. when I do, especially like intense energy work, I need salt and sugar. Mm -hmm. Yep. They'd like you to just be more cognizant of something like a bath, a debriefing, mm -hmm. a, a bit of a mind meditation or a mind clearing for yourself. But they said, it's just like anything else. Like the shoemaker has the hole in his shoes. You know, you don't have a hole in your shoe, but we do take it hard on the cuff when we don't take care of ourselves. Okay. The other thing that they're reminding both of us in this moment is they're teeing your, your guides are teeing. They're like, she always says this. And now you're probably going to say it too, that doing a reading is like a Google search for your soul. And we're the voice of Siri. But if you research what the energy of a Google search takes, it's like a light bulb on all day long for one Google search. And they wanted to remind both of us that we use our energy hard and fast and mm. it's our gift and it's our other side of our blade. It's our shadow side. And so they're all about protecting you. And now your husband's guides are coming in, which is hilarious because they just said, we told her so, <laughs> meaning your husband must say this to you a lot. All the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I literally said to him, I said to him two days ago, so I'm an intense exerciser. Like I'm training for a bicycle ride. And so I wake up first thing in the morning, hop out of bed at six 30 and I exercise for 90 minutes every day, like seven days a week. And I woke up two days ago and my body was like, go back to sleep. And I was like, I won't have time to, and they're like, go back to sleep. And so I was like, I went back to sleep for like 45 minutes. And I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time in like a week and a half. I haven't felt tired. That's kind of nice. Yes. <laughs> they want well, you to rest like more. Be <laughs> yes. Terrible at it. Yeah. They want <laughs> you to rest more. I mean, you really could push yourself to the nth degree. And that's oh, yeah. one of the ways that you've grown your business. They're also talking about your mind. They said that you're quite brilliant. Like your mind is, it's like watching the NASA space channel. Like it's, everybody's active and busy and there's engineering plans all over the place and somebody's going to Mars and like your mind is a very busy street. 
and they'd like you if you can <laughs> they're kind of laughing they said this is an oxymoron to try to quiet the nasa space station so like everybody go home <laughs> sometimes and just clear out the station clear out the room because it's almost like your mind your mind and your body need to catch up with sleep and rest yeah shutting them shutting the mind off is good reading i've been reading novels again I was only reading nonfiction for a while, like everything to feed the mind and to learn. And about two months ago, I took on reading novels again, like stories I could escape in and my mind stops. Yes. I'm like, oh, oh, my brain is rested. That feels so good. Totally helpful. Good reminder. I mean, literally everybody tells me that. My friends leave me messages that say something like, hey, we know you're really good at like, you get stuff out. You're like the producer, you get things done. And- <laughs> Take a day off. <laughs> exactly. So speaking of which, the last thing I'm really seeing is I'm seeing your business and I want to, I want to go there for a minute if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. You have absolutely no shortage of clients. You have absolutely no shortage of your personal production, but they're giving you a bit of an invitation. And the invitation that they're giving you is how can you still produce results and clients and take a little bit off of your personal plate. Mm. Because the challenge I'm seeing, and I don't know how old either one of us are, but I kind of think that we look like we're about in the same ballpark. They said, you're going to want more time with your husband and you're going to want more time for yourself and you're still going to want to serve. And so what I see for you and everybody's going to think, oh yeah, right. Candy. But I do see you going more onto stages and you speaking a few times a year after this whole thing moves forward. I see instead of taking individual clients as much, I see you do more like on stage readings. And I see if you haven't written a book, I see at least one, but there's really a trilogy so once yeah. you get so, so currently a book is in production it's okay. with the editor i have a i have a an agent so that is like should be done and ready to go to our agent to start finding a uh, someone to publish it by late fall so that that's under work so the funny part about what you just said is like just such great confirmation the goal of 2021 in the business is to go from one to one to one to many yeah because my business for 16 years has been one to one so we are working when you were talking about what you just did in your business, how you created the, totally the and then put it totally woo. Yes. Thank you. I was like, woo was in there. Totally woo. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a reason why we both have, like why we're such mirrors. Cause we literally are doing the same thing at the same moment. So we really are funny. Yeah. And so yeah, we, we are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and I just, so for people that are listening, I just want to say one thing about totally woo. Totally woo is not just about the woo. It's about creating windows of opportunity and business alignment through the use of intuition. I just put that to the lawyer to be trademarked because I'm like, I really like this. And I spent a ton of money on getting it ready. So I really think that something like that for you is a hundred percent in alignment and I see your husband and you in the next, so this next year, you're going to complete that. 
it's done. Like your girlfriend has it done. That's how you, that's how you roll. Girlfriend gets her done. And that's how you roll. And then I see the next two years after that. So next year, you're going to establish that and you're going to fill it very quickly. The following year, you and your husband are going to get things cranking with that year three. You're going to travel with your husband. So freaking much. You guys are going to go from, I can, I see you doing a world tour and incorporating a stage presence with your book and with whatever your totally version of your business is. But I absolutely love this for you. I feel so happy for you and your thank husband. You. I'm, thank you. I'm excited. We both love to travel, both world travelers. So we've been waiting for the opportunity. Okay, good. So let me close your records. I always make sure I want to make sure. Okay. That's, this is usually who comes in. Is your mom on the other side? My mom? No, my, my, it's, it's my husband's mom. That's on the other side. I wasn't sure I should have said it, but, oh, she loves you. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know her well. She died 16 years ago before Stephen and I were really in a relationship. Yeah. But she watches the two of you all the time. He has such a kind, sweetheart. And if it weren't for you, she said, she's very emotional. So let me give her a moment. She said he kind of would have been a bit lost because you're kind of one of those puppy leaders, you know, like you lead the pack and he follows with his love, but he also needed some leading. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. When we got married, his mom literally said these words to him way long time ago, said, you're so, I love you, honey, but you're so oblivious. A woman's going to have to knock you over the head and drag you back to her cave. Yes. And because you're vivacious and outgoing and bubbly, you're the perfect compliment. And they've already said this, but now she's saying it. She just, she has a little mm. message for him. And let me see what she wants to say to him. She's so proud of him. <laughs> she's teasing him in this moment. And she says, I always told you that this would happen, like that you would have somebody to love you and that you would be successful. And you didn't believe it for yourself back then, but now you remember who you are. So what she's telling me is you helped him to grow into who he is now. And he helped support you to be in the space that you're in. And it's a very lovely, lovely bond. And she's so proud of him. And she's so grateful for you. And she wanted to just come in and say that. She said, I'm not the one that like pops into things like this. She said, generally, she said, but I knew that this would be a small window of opportunity to jump in right now. And she said, if you, you know, whatever you need to do with this, if you want it deleted, but she said, I felt really passionate about coming to see my family. And she calls you that. Mm -hmm. So that's Aww. very, very, very kind. Do you it love is. She's never popped in. Yeah. Do you love animals? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what she showed me. She said, fur babies galore. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have any children. So I'm, I'm 44. My husband's 46. We just chose not to have children, but we love her babies. Yeah. That's what she says. She says they never gave grandchildren except with fur. And she says, and you know what? That was a perfect compliment for them and their life. She said, that's what they were supposed to have. So she's grateful that you both chose the way that you 
both saw the vision of life rather than what society would have imposed. So Mm. she's giving you accolades because I think that that sat on his heart at some point, your husband's heart, like, should we, or shouldn't we have like, what would my mom have thought? And what your mom thinks is good at you. Like go for the fur babies. You guys did it right. Perfect. I will definitely deliver that to him. And I know he wonders about such things. Yeah. Well, he's, he's good to go. Like she is so happy for him. Mm. Awesome. She said, you know, she's the, a good woman. Yeah. She said, you know, the old movie, it's a wonderful life. She said that that's your husband in a nutshell, her son. He has a wonderful wow. life. He really does. And he's, he literally says that all the time. We have a great life. We have a great life. He says that a lot, which we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. <sighs> Let me close the records completely. <laughs> They just said, don't forget about the chocolate cake that Candy said at Charter House. <laughs> oh, I know. I wrote it down. Charter House chocolate cake, Sunset Beach. I did not. I wrote it down. I'm not forgetting that. <laughs> but it's funny that they reminded you. Your guide said she needs a little sweet, girlfriends. So you enjoy. So how was that for you? That was fun. I love that Carolyn came in to, to, to talk. People who pass come and speak to me sometimes, but I've only ever interacted with Carolyn once since she passed in 06 is when she passed. So it was a long time ago. I also, I, I, I love when it's probably my favorite thing is you could talk to two intuitives about the same thing and they would give you the same message, but it would sound totally different. And I love that because what you're saying, I heard in a different way than my husband's advice, my business coach, Hallie's advice, and the guidance I hear when I ask my guides, it was like, just take a darn day off, lady. Just take some time off. So part of going to San Diego is I canceled every client. I mean, I have zero client appointments for the five days I'm gone. And that's a big deal for me. So <laughs> I hear you guys. I hear you. Yeah. So that was super helpful. That was super helpful. Oh, good. And I love the thing you talked about the Google search and how much energy that takes. And there are days when I'm doing more quote unquote Google, like more thorough Google searching that take a lot of energy. And that's just who, you know, guidance keeps sending me is people who need deeper work. And so for sure that takes more energy. So that's good to recognize too. Yeah. And then those, that type of energy for you in a couple of years might not be your ideal client anymore. Yeah. 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 It's definitely my clients have changed about 20 times for sure in the last 16 <laughs> years. So we'll just see. We'll see. I like, I, I like helping these folks. And I look forward to whatever is, whatever rises next for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you for diving in. Wow. We, we did it. We both did it. I really loved your reading Shoshana. It was really beautiful. You know, this is just, this goes to show like for me in this moment, you know, no matter who you are as a business owner, and I'm putting myself in this mix, you do a lot of work and you push yourself really hard And you don't know that the rewards are going to be reaped, but there's a sense in my intuition that I trusted investing a lot of time and energy and the more time and energy, the more my business grows. And so what I notice, and I, am going to speak 
I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm going to speak to my clients is when you notice that things aren't flowing, meaning you feel like you're pushing something up a hill or like, say for instance, Shoshana, you were planning this trip and things weren't going well, something got canceled, which none of that happened, but everything was in alignment. She was able to cancel all of her appointments. She's able to go. Her husband's excited about it. When that happens in business and in life, that means I call it the winner, winner, chicken dinner moment, because (laughs) it means that you're in alignment. When you're not in alignment and you're spending a lot of time and a lot of energy on something and it's not going right, step to the left. Don't push the boulder up anymore because it's going to go downhill, right? (laughs) So I just wanted to say that about intuitive reading. I love it. And just for the people who listen, if you're a business owner, you know, trust, trust, trust those moments when. I always like to say there's a big difference between procrastination and hesitation. Like if you notice hesitation or resistance, that's not the same thing as procrastination. Like you can procrastinate doing your taxes or procrastinate your laundry. You know, you'll have to do it when you have no underwear left, you're going to go do your laundry. It will get done eventually. You don't have a choice, but when you are in resistance or hesitation about something, it's a communication from your intuition and the hesitation or resistance could be you know, the broker you want to use to sell your company. It could be the, you know, the new employee that you are trying to hire for, you know, an important part of the business. It could even just be how you want to launch a new product. If there is resistance or hesitation, trust it and ask questions because that, and then use an intuitive, obviously like use candy. That's what she does. She can help. Yeah. Yeah. Help. Our point is get help. Don't do this business by yourself. It doesn't, you don't need to. And the actual statistics is we make naturally on an everyday basis, 35,000 decisions a day. That's an actual statistic. That's not a business owner, by the way, that is a general person. So imagine having podcasts, having clients, having businesses. Are we going to use Google? Are we going to use Kartra? What are we going to use for this? What are we going to use for that? That is why your business can grow when you use intuitives because people come to me and I'm sure that they come to you and well, you just saw me come to her and she's said, go left, go right. And when we listen to what our intuition is saying, we grow financially, we grow with our mission and we line up with the natural flow of our mission is my belief. A hundred percent. I don't think intuition erases challenges in life because there are challenges in mm-hmm. life, but intuition can help you navigate anything. It can help you navigate when things are going great, how to keep it going. And it can help you navigate challenges and not to avoid them, but actually what's the best way to deal with whatever it is. So yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with you. Well, I'm excited to hear about your trip. When you come back, you'll have to give me a ring and let me know what happens. Maybe I'll send you pictures. I have your cell phone number. So I'll send you some pictures of San Diego, us eating the chocolate cake at the charter house. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and get two teapots. Make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it takes two teapots for the chocolate cake to arrive. It's a 20 minute process. So don't be afraid to ask for that second teapot <laughs> or a glass of wine. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, right. What, whatever you're, uh, whatever you want to go with your chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, and I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful conclusion as with chocolate cake. And so go have a delicious piece of chocolate cake. Use your intuition 
And Shoshana, any last words for the intuitive business listeners? Mm -hmm. Whatever the inspiration was that had you create your business, that was your intuition. So whatever that thing was that got you excited and joyful, that's what intuition feels like in your body. So listen to it for all parts of your business, just like you did right when you got the idea to begin it. Excellent. Excellent. Shoshana, thank you very, very much for enlightening our listeners. And this was just such a playful and fun session for me. Thanks for your generosity. It was fun to chat and to read each other. That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you. The last thing is tell them how to get your quiz. All you do is go to simplespirit.com and you'll see it. Take the blueprint test. It takes five minutes and then you'll get a video afterwards that explains the results. Oh, excellent. I want to remind everybody listening to the podcast that I too have created an intuitive business quiz so that you can, number one, start using your intuition, your superpower more quickly in your business and more proficiently. And so I developed a superpower quiz so that you'll know exactly what your intuitive style is. Here's some things that you're going to learn when you take the intuitive business quiz. First of all, go to www.candacehaza.com forward slash superpower. Once you go there, what you're going to find out is how you process your own intuition, how accessing your intuition already shows up in your business, how to optimize your intuition using the primary mode of intuition how you can serve your clients best, and some of the challenges that you might have with your gift of superpower. In times when you're feeling stuck, I also give suggestions on how to break through the stuckness so that you can continue to monetize your mission. So go on over and take the quiz at www.candacehaza.com forward slash superpower. Have a great day and make sure you share the quiz with everybody you know. It's so much fun to talk about your intuition and it's so profitable to understand the parameters that I just discussed. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.